The subject matter of this episode is sensitive in nature. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, folks? Welcome on out. It's your boy, You Right Podcast. I'm Mickey. We got some good things for you this week. It's 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 gonna be an interesting episode for you. Um, it's our seventh episode. I'm gonna dedicate this one. I'm, I named it the Seventh Heaven, so we're gonna dedicate this whole episode for the most part to religion. We're gonna we're gonna knock on that monkey in the in the corner, <laughs> see if we can knock it over. Uh, but first, we're gonna get into some other stuff. Um, in the world of sports, I guess uh, I haven't been really paying too much attention. I've, I've been going through some shit this week. Um, but what I did pay attention to, St. Louis uh, Blues, let's congratulate them. They just won their first uh, Stanley Cup title in franchise history by beating the Boston Bruins, one of the original six. Uh, good job, St. Louis. Uh the Golden State Warriors are are battling, <clears throat> trying to trying to win their three peat. Toronto's trying to win their first one, and uh, it's they're making a show of it. Uh, game six, the injured uh, Kevin Durant came back, blew his Achilles out, and uh, is gone for this year and and probably next year, most of next year, and maybe a little bit of the following. Who knows? He's gone for at least one season. So everybody's talking about was it worth it and this and that. And I've been paying attention to that crap all morning. And it's exactly that crap. So not really much going on in sports. In baseball, Minnesota Twins are kicking some ass. Um, the Cubbies are starting to kick some ass. Dodgers are kicking some ass. Uh, there's a whole lot of teams out there kicking some ass this year. So. Baseball's turning out to be a decent season. Oh. We'll see what happens. Uh, just just kicking back. We're doing a, a daytime recording today. Because uh, <laughs> I, <got, laughs> I got time on my hands. <laughs> oh, shit. So. Let's get down to it. I didn't really have much else to say. Oh, I guess I do. I got a troglodyte of the week. And uh, the people that I work with, they'll find this interesting and funny. This son of a bitch. This motherfucker. Troglodyte of the week this week. It's my former supervisor, Eddie. Um, I'm not going to say his full name. Because he's just a, a normal person and I don't want him uh, bothered like that. I'll take care of that myself. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. Anyway. So what this dick stain bastard did is at my job, I was in this one certain position. And... I worked that position for six months and then there was a downsizing and I got transferred over to another position and in that position they were all new people and there was missing like a team lead unit coordinator type of position so I just offered my services and thought you know what if I work at this maybe they'll hire me at it so 
I tried to bust my ass at that. And everything was going good. And then that supervisor had attendance issues and got let go. And then comes this new guy. And I tried to, you know, keep the status quo going. And he, t- he said, no, that's okay. Don't worry about it. So I stopped worrying about it. And slowly got, you know, pushed out of the loop and forgotten for the most part. And then all the hard work that I did was forgotten about and, you know, not brought up again. So it's like, okay, I did three months for nothing. So this asshole started implementing his own little shit to it to try to, you know, put his his spin on the situation, put his name on it. So that he can get a job for himself, make himself look good for what he says that he can do. Mind you, this dude's a really shitty supervisor. Um, I'm trying to think of things to say that just I won't just sit here and cuss and scream for the next five minutes. Because <laughs> the man has me uh, questioning a whole lot of shit right now. Um... There's a whole lot of circumstantial shit that went around me being let go. But for the most part, I figure it out to be, you know, he's a hater. He's afraid that I'm after his job because, I mean, in a one-on-one, I told him I wanted his job. But I didn't mean his personal position. I meant a supervisory role in this massive corporation that I work for. Massive. 5,000 employees in 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 one location and it's a global monster so there's more than enough room for everybody to get down we can all eat at this table you don't need to be greedy bitch so what's this motherfucker do i've been there a year i'm getting close to the point where i'm gonna get an offer letter this that and the other thing and i got let go on my one year anniversary to be exact it was it was, it was a mild kick in the pants. So, we're on to bigger and better things. <laughs> that chapter's done. I, I, I think I'm, I'm glad. I don't know if I will be going back. I might. But as it stands at this exact moment, I'm not going back to Big Pharma. I'm, I'm done with the healthcare industry. That's a, a monster I don't want to deal with. <laughs> so, the troglodyte of this week... Is Eddie, my former supervisor, bitch-ass little punk bastard. Can't face me like a man. He'll see me in the street, though. That's for sure. <laughs> Woo! Shit! Alright, let's get down to what I had in store for y'all today on the 7th Heaven episode of the podcast. Oh, shit, let me... Uh. And I got prepared and everything. I mean, not everything, but I got my usual notes. But I'm breaking out my Bible. I got it. I got a. I got a dog ass Bible too. I got the Thompson Chain Reference Edition, a study Bible. So it's got all kinds of shit in it that you know you can jump down rabbit holes easily. And then I got some uh, web pages up. To support what I need to say. And I'll give you those web pages as well. So that you can check them out for yourself. So. Let's start out with the first question of the day. You know. We're not going to tackle the word what is religion and all that other bullshit. Let's just jump to the basic truth of the fact. Um, 
90% of this conversation, nah, 80% of this conversation today is going to be with the assumption that there is a higher power, there is a God, you have a name for him. We just have a different story. That's the difference. Okay, because, I mean, the honest truth is all three of the major religions, uh, Muslim, Judaism, Christianity, all pray to the same God. They just call it a different name. That's it. And then they all have just different variances on on the same beliefs. And we're going to get into all of that shit because all of that plays into it. Um, So the first question is, who goes to heaven? And, and we're going to tackle all this stuff, okay, with, with let, let's just start over. We're going to tackle all of this with the basis that, you know, 80% of this is there is a God. We'll get into the other st- side of that too, because I always want to show you both sides of the story, because that's the best way to be informed. Um, we're going at this like there is there is a God. We all pray to the same one. He's a different name. da di da da I'm coming at it from the basis of I was raised Lutheran Christian until I was like 18. Then I branched out and I studied Muslim, Islam, religion, uh, you know, the nation of Islam and the Muslim faith. Um, I, I'm starting to get into Judaism right now. So I know a little bit, but not enough. But um, that's my background. And I went to a private school, uh, elementary and junior high. So I I had a lot of Jesus in me. And I was the drummer in the church band. And, you know, I've I've played a major part in, in, in the religious world and certain things. You know, I was a youth minister, this and that. And I mean, yeah. Anyway. I'm also an ordained minister. Uh, I don't really consider it a true ordination, but, you know, the state of Michigan recognized it, so I'm sure other states will too. And it's with the Universal Life Church, which means all I did was go to a website and put my name on a piece of paper and print it. And boom, I'm a a minister. But I, I do believe that, you know... Some people have a calling to do higher things, and I do believe that I may have that ability. I'm not going to speak 100% on it, but that's going to come out later in this episode as well. So, with all that history broken down, let's get into the first one. Who goes to heaven? My belief is heaven is is a construct. It's It's a human idea it's you know in the bible it says jesus tells his disciples that you know he's going to go ahead of them and and prepare a place for them at the at his father's you know and you can take that literal you can take that figurative however you want um either way is there an afterlife is there an afterworld Let's look at it scientifically. Energy doesn't dissipate. Okay? It, it just moves to an, to another state. So, I have seen a YouTube video of a mouse dying. Okay? 
it was really creepy because it was like somebody put a camera in front of their mouse trap in their house and it caught a mouse and the second the mouse gave that last <sighs> and everything went still you saw this flicker leave the mouse's body and just ascend so yeah I, I don't know what that was I you know there are speculations that you know cameras can capture that kind of uh, energy um, I've seen pictures like that I've taken pictures like that um, I have one of one of my stepkids it playing when he was uh, just a little boy and there was a shimmer right next to it boom you know everybody's like that's a ghost that's a ghost and it's like well if it is cool if it's not cool I mean anyway I didn't see it physically at the time but who knows I'm I personally have seen ghosts in my day I have been acted upon by the supernatural so I do believe in spirits I do believe there is an afterlife I do believe there are certain things that happen we just don't know yet and that's something I'm gonna find out in hopefully like 30 40 years <laughs> hopefully cross your fingers um so who goes to heaven so we've established that there is something that happens after death and I'll call that something heaven who goes there well the basis of it all is everybody um, the fact of the matter is everybody it depends on how you read the, the Bible if, you, if you're Christian um, and what you believe in me as, as a Christian Lutheran I believe in yes I'm going to heaven because Jesus died for my sins da -de -da -de -da. Um, Jewish people don't believe in an afterlife like that so you know it's just this is it you know <laughs> um the Muslims do believe in an afterlife and uh, they have all kinds of stuff that go with that so you know I had this conversation with my mother the other day because growing up she always told me that you know the Jews didn't believe in Jesus so they're not going to heaven and I had to stop and think about you know well, what about those Jews that died before Jesus they were actually doing the right thing so then they would be going and she agreed with that thought and it's like okay and then what about the Jews at the time of Jesus that didn't get a chance to see him because his life was only three his ministry was only three years long and she's like oh okay 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 and it's like so what about the Jews who are waiting for him to come because he had already been here so it would still be the first coming for them and so I just kept picking at the idea that oh the Jews aren't going and until I got her to the point where it's like well yeah all Jews are going to heaven everybody's going to everybody's going to heaven because in the Bible it states that Jesus died for your sins he paid the ultimate price it was it was the blood sacrifice done <laughs> done the reality of it all it comes down to you know the salvation of your soul and whatnot where you stand in it um 
some religions have you jump through hoops for their own financial gain. Honestly, half the shit the Catholic Church makes up, and I'm sorry if you're Catholic, I'm gonna talk shit about them throughout this whole thing. Um, the Catholic Church made up shit. You know, they had people paying money for salvation. So, you know, organized religion is a joke. First and foremost, it's a joke. The church itself is the gathering of people, not the building, not the organization. So, you got to do away with the organization, first and foremost. They are the corrupt. They are the evil. Okay, look at the Catholic Church. They've been hiding atrocities for years. You know? And that's just... That's just the stuff we know about. Okay? Um... I know in the Lutheran Church, they had problems with letting women be uh, ministers. And it's like, dude, there's women ministers in the Bible. Why are you so stupid and ignorant? You know, the word doesn't have to come from just one person. It can come from anybody. My dog could give it to you. Shit. (laughs) Don't be fooled. So, I got off on a tangent there and forgot what I was talking about. So let, let's talk about the, the organization of the church. Um, it came down to, you know, it started out with the 12 disciples and they branched out. And then, you know, Paul branched out and people were seen and things were met and people were evangelized too. And, you know, the world rotated. Well, you know, 300 years later, a man by the name of Constantine who uh, saw a vision in his sleep and then believed in that vision and then won under that vision and then declared that vision to be God and everything about it. So uh, he declared the whole Roman Catholic uh, church to be Christian and that's kind of where it all started. So they had this conference of Nicaea back in 325 A.D., where they sat down and they pretty much laid it all out. They created the Nicene Creed, um, which I believe I have somewhere in this Bible. Um, da dee da dee da. While I look for that, we'll uh, keep talking about this Nicene Creed. Uh, they uh, they formulated, or not formulated, but they chose the books that would be the Bible. Um, you know, and they, and they left a lot of stuff out. They left a lot of stuff out. Um, the apocryphal texts, you can find them and read them. I have read a couple. They are worth reading. Um, I per, per, purposely, I personally like the, the book of Enoch and, um, the book of Adam and Eve. Um, I also like the revelation of Peter. That's a good one. Um, and what you'll find by reading these texts is the church was trying, the, the, the organization was trying to do something. They were trying to, they were, they were trying, they had a specific goal set when they made the Bible and they put those 72 books together. Uh, it was 
It was calculated. It wasn't just, oh, let's put all these things together. No, they, they picked and choose what they wanted. And then, you know, everything's in there for context. <laughs> Nothing's in there that doesn't state otherwise. You know, everything's in there to support what they want. Um, and, and that's where the problems begin. And I feel that's when this governmental control, if you want to call it that, started. It was at the Conference of Nicaea in 325 AD when they chose what you're going to read and how you're going to worship your Christian God. Now, the Torah, different. Um, the Quran, different. Um, I can't speak upon those other than I know the Quran was written by Muhammad. He went off into a, a cave. He was illiterate, couldn't read or write. And 40 days, 40 nights later, came out with the Quran. So, call it divine intervention, call it what you will. Um, and that's kind of where that... You want to say something to the people, Shadow? You want to say something? You want something to say? What, you want to play? Go get your ball. Go get your ball. So, oh, he's snotted all over the microphone. <laughs> Gross. Yuck. Dang, you made me forget what I was talking about. We're talking about the Conference of Nicaea and... Uh, how they were how the how the the church which was in control was controlling everybody through the words that they chose in the book um go out and get those books for yourself read them read the apocryphal text read read them for yourself they're they're it's beautiful works of of literature um you shouldn't look at the bible as you know this this guidebook it should be more as a reference tool. You should use it as interpretation device. I mean, everything can be interpreted however you want. I mean, you can find anything for everything in this book. I can justify anything in that book. And that's the and, and, and that's that's the problem with, you know, translating it and and interpreting it. And that's where you start losing certain things. Um, my personal opinion is the best bet or your best way to do it is take it straight from the Greek, take it straight from the Hebrew, translate it for yourself in your own head. That's the best way you're gonna get the simplest truth. Why don't you bring it here, dum-dum? Come on, bring it to me. Bring it to me. So, with that being said, Let's move on to some some, some blah, 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 blah. I can't talk this morning. Wow. Let's move on to some disclaimers. Disclaimers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this gorilla glue got my brain stuck to the side of my head. <laughs> Just a little distracted too, if you don't mind. Let's get into some of these conspiracies in religion. Okay, so 
the latest thing that I've heard, and it's kind of where I've been going, is um, the black Hebrew or the black Israelite. Um, you know, there's there's this so-called lost tribe of Israel, and some say that it is the black people. I personally don't know. I personally just feel that, you know, Jesus was a Jew, a practicing Jew. Why shouldn't I practice Judaism? Because that's what Jesus did. So that's where I go with it. But other people like uh, the great football player Reggie White, who was a Methodist preacher in uh, North Carolina, he found the truth about uh, the black Hebrew and then he found some texts and some other things that kind of led him to believe and kind of go along with what I'm saying is that the, the church is out to get you and they don't care it's a money grab um, and he came out and he said some things about the church and how he's going to change this and change that and a year later he died you know, <laughs> there's conspiracies out there saying that uh, somebody killed him because he was telling too much and he, they didn't want people to, to know that you don't have to give money to the church anymore. Because these churches are filthy fucking rich. I mean, they are tax-free entities. And, I mean, especially these mega churches. 10,000 people coming into one service. Now, if they give $5 each... Man, that's 50 grand. One service. And you know these mega churches hold, you know, multiple services a week. And and then they ask you to just give money freely of yourself. You know, out of the goodness of your heart to do, you know, the Jewish call it that mitzvah, do that good deed, you know. I've heard televangelists talk. You know, the Carefalo Dollars, the Benny Hens, you know, the T.D. Jakes. They <laughs> sitting there walking around in their $5,000 suits looking pretty as hell. Okay. Talking about they need money. And Jesus told them, you know, if you sit and pay attention to any of that televangelist shit, every single one of those episodes is about. How to make more money for yourself so you can give more to the church and be a better person for yourself. Can I get a witness? You know, that kind of shit. It's bullshit, dude. The church is the people. Take care of the people. You, you, you don't need to have this super lavish building. God doesn't give a fuck about that shit. You don't have to have gold-adorned statues. I mean, I've seen some of these basilicas and cathedrals in the Catholic Church. They're insane. They're huge as hell and just gaudy as fuck, too. And it's not necessary. And it's, it goes... It's it's just over the top. It's not, it's not necessary. You know, take care of what you need to take care of. And, and then the rest should go and help those that need help. You don't need to have... I, I believe... The preacher should have a good salary. The church should have the lights on. The equipment should be up to date and, and working. Everything should be up to date and working. And, you know, it needs to take care of itself. But beyond that, 
you, it doesn't need to do anything more. We need to start being better stewards of this planet and taking care of it um, and not giving the money to the wrong people. You know, the government doesn't need it. The church doesn't need it. We need it. We need to spread it out amongst ourselves. We need to all be sharing with each other. That's that's who we need to be helping. And some more of this conspiracy crap. Um, the Ferguson Six. I'm just talking about dead black people at this moment. <laughs> I mean, six activists have been killed in the past five years. All suspicious. And the police say it's only a coincidence. I'm sorry, but if six Ferguson activists die in five years, that's a systematic elimination. They're trying to shut somebody up from saying something because they know something foul is going on down there. And, you know, Reggie White, conspiracy theory on, uh, you know, how he died. There's a conspiracy theory on how Nipsey Hussle died and left eye from the uh, the group TLC about uh, releasing the information that Dr. Sebi uh, had about the alkaline diet and how the, they're, they're, they're killing us with, with what they're feeding us and what they're telling us and that we've been institutionally brainwashed into believing this shit. I mean, you got to understand, people, broccoli does not occur in nature. The way you buy it in the grocery store. It's a GMO. Corn does not occur in nature naturally the way we eat it today. It's a GMO. We have changed the plant to suit our needs. It's genetically modified. Okay. And Dr. Sebi was saying some stuff about that. And Nipsey Hussle dead. Left eye dead and they were both about to release documentaries nick cannon said when nipsey died he was going to pick up the brains and make sure that this documentary got released well just the other day nick cannon um dropped the whole thing because he was receiving death threats something more is going on here people they're not telling us something i mean let's see you know michael jackson bought the beatles catalog he was FBI investigated for 10 years and cleared of anything. And we're still sitting here trying to destroy his image. The man didn't do anything wrong. Leave him alone. He's gone. Let him rest in peace. Prince sued Warner Brothers and won. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying that how he died was a conspiracy because how he died was a, a, a honestly it was a tragedy. It's it's the downfall of our healthcare system. You know the man had a, a bilateral hip replacement and got hooked on painkillers and then OD'd on those painkillers. Now there's all kinds of speculation on everything else in there, so who knows? Um. Bill Cosby, he's sitting in jail right now. Yes, he did do it. But it took 35 women from 60 years ago saying something to find one woman from five years ago. You know? And I still want to say prove it. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, eh. in Bill's case, the proof is in the pudding. Ha, ha, ha. Um, but all he tried to do was buy NBC. He just wanted to buy the National Broadcasting Company. And now he's in jail. Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, going going through a scandal because he was at a rub and tug, a, a little sucky raw down in uh, Florida. You know, a, a little massage parlor getting a little hand action. There were multiple people involved. He was the only one named. Why? Because he helped a rapper get out of jail a couple weeks previous. The system doesn't like it when you step outside of it. And the second you step outside of it, the system corrects itself. You know, um, Tupac, Biggie, Jam Master J, all three of their murders unsolved. They don't even fucking try. They didn't even fucking try. They just gave up. They're just like, eh, fuck it. You know? Something wrong there, man. That's just a small list of the people. And then on top of it, the Fer- the six people in Ferguson, uh, Missouri. Okay, and let's just talk about on the adverse side of it. I mean, Robert Kraft was the only white person I named there that was getting fucked with. But he was helping a black person. Alright, so let's talk about John Lennon. You know, everybody rants and raves about John Lennon. He had domestic abuse issues. Elvis. He was a child molester, you know. Priscilla was 14 when he took her out of Germany. Steven Tyler of Aerosmith did the same thing. 14 Had a girl around from 14 to 17 and then let her go. Jerry Lee Lewis married his fucking first cousin who was underage. Woody Allen. I don't even know the whole story. All I know is he did some foul shit. It's some something to do with a... a, a Whatever it is, it's some foul shit. <laughs> That's all I know is like what Woody Allen did was some foul shit. And then there's Harvey Weinstein, who just a couple weeks ago paid $44 million to have his little troubles disappear. That shit's foul, dude. That shit's foul. Just, just the way it all plays out, that shit's foul. I can't handle it. So let's talk about some more conspiracies and whatnots. Some of these people around here are talking about uh, is the earth flat. And what I have to say about that is I, I personally don't think it's is the earth flat the conversation. My question is what are they hiding from us? Because I personally believe that the earth is not flat. I have seen evidence. I I watched uh, a launch from Cape Canaveral and they had on board live recording of each stage you could watch it all the way until they launched the satellite you could see the rotation of the earth all that shit it was nice and round and ball like and blue um, I do have a lot of questions though about the space program and, and certain things that they've said and how it just doesn't make sense like they say we can't go to the moon anymore because we lost how to do that and it's like dude it's fucking right there go 
<laughs> How hard is it? You do some math, you get the flying. Shit, it's not. It is literally rocket science, but it's not that hard. Well, at least that's what I'm going to sit here and say as the dumbass <laughs> sitting on my butt right now. <laughs> but, you know, there's more to it because, okay, case in point, um, JFK, that's like one of the biggest conspiracies ever. And they're not really close to letting us know who did it and who didn't do it. We can all put the put the shit together and go, hmm, there's too many holes. This shit is Swiss. It's not American. Um, like, let's just take this into point. Kennedy held a speech about secret societies and how they needed to be done, done away with. And shortly after that speech, I think that speech was like, a few days before or a month before and he died I'm not saying that it's all tied together but way too many coincidences going on here Kennedy wanted to disband the CIA and he wanted to hold Hoover up on charges on shit because Hoover was pretty much blackmailing the country and, and doing some crazy ass shit and calling it in the interest of uh, national security that's the type of shit we're dealing with here okay like there is a secret court no representation for the people this court is for domestic and foreign surveillance and and oversights for the executive branch it was founded in the 70s and they deal they 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 give illegal warrants for uh surveillance you know, it's the FISA court. There's all kinds of shit, okay? Kennedy won the election by, like, a very narrow margin. And and some, some want to say that he made some deals with the Chicago Underground. Because he got that Illinois vote just barely. Just barely. And some say that that was the difference, is the Chicago Underground. Um... And then you got the whole Cuba and all that. Oh, crap. Folks, I got to let you go. I'll be back. I forgot to do something. (laughs) Stick around. All right, we're back. Disaster averted. I was supposed to meet somebody for uh, a lunch uh, engagement, and I, <laughs> I forgot I got to doing this instead, and didn't realize what the time was. So uh, I'm gonna be leaving here in a little while to take care of that. Um, so I got a little bit off track with uh, all this religion shit I wanted to talk about, because <laughs> the rest of the world kind of snuck in and said, "Hello, bitches." So let's just circle back around and uh, see what we can do. So, when it comes to religion, the organized religion is bad. It's just bad. They're not out for your best interest. They're just out to make money, honestly. I mean, I, I really don't know what they're there for. I don't, because 
they're fallible humans too and then you get that stuck upness about them and you know it's it's not pretty so the organized religion it, it needs it needs to be revamped re redone figured out uh because some of them are, I mean, they go direct violation of, of the Ten Commandments. I mean, I'm just speaking Ten Commandment-wise in this moment right now. The Catholic Church, in my opinion, violates, what, like two or three of those? Um, you know, praying to the Pope, praying to Mary. Those, those, that's not God. That's not, that's not the Holy Spirit. That's not the, the Christ. So that's that's you know a false idol in my opinion all the saints all that shit that's false idols you know and it's just leading you down the wrong path you, you only need to commune with one person the lord that's it i talk directly to the dude i don't i don't ask for any permission i know when i die i'm not gonna go into a holding room because of my sins nah dude they've been washed clean all I need to do is follow the golden rule you know and that's it love your neighbor as yourself that's it it's really all it comes down to it's not super hard it's just don't be greedy think outside of yourself there's more to it than you it's pretty simple you know, take the time to be compassionate. You know, hang out with, with drug dealers, pimps, prostitutes, homeless people. They're people too. They just have a different circumstance. That's it. You know, and most of us are 30 seconds away from that very circumstance. So we have to, you have to just be humble in the situation and know the reality of life. Know your place in this world. You know, you're either here to help or you're here to hurt. And if you're here to hurt, get the fuck out of the way, man. We don't need you here. And I feel that most organized religions are here to hurt. I mean, this whole radical Islam and radical Christianity. I mean, those those aren't even in the true sense of the religion or that it was founded upon. Islam was not founded upon jihad. Jihad has nothing to do with it. A holy war is not, I'm an infidel, I need to kill you. A holy war is, these Christians are trying to take away my land. Oh, that's what we're doing, holy shit. <laughs> we just need to leave the whole Middle East alone. And that's all based off of greed. We're just greedy as a country. The Americans are just greedy. Because you have a natural resource, we want yours so that we don't have to use ours. That is so wrong. It's such a bass backwards stance. And that's why the rest of the world hates us. Because we're dicks. And we try to hide behind this, oh, we're better bullshit. Nah, dude, we're dicks. Our country is a bunch of dicks. Until we act differently, we're dicks. That's all there is to it. You see, I'm getting off of religion again. It's so easy to tie everything back into it. Because half the world is very religious. And then America isn't. 
but in America, we try to say we're keeping uh, state and religion separate, but at the same time, we're bringing our religious views into our laws by, you know, not supplying birth control to women and not allowing medical procedures like abortions be allowed. I'm not for abortions, but I'm not against them either. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, I don't care. If you need to have one, you should have the ability to get one. If you're getting one because you're stupid, well, maybe you should live with your consequence. You know, there there are... (laughs) There are many ways to take care of the, the situation before you have a situation. It's, it's very simple. You just have to be a responsible adult about your shit. And then if you can't handle a, an adult situation, you shouldn't be handling the adult situation. Fuck out of here. Whew, I'm just all over the place scatterbrained today. I have no real you know mindset and goal on anything. Um, I wanted to sit here and talk about religion and I just keep going off on tangents today for some reason. So I just want to cut it short. I'm not even funny today. I, I, I feel like I'm doing you guys a disservice. Um, I kind of just wanted to get through this episode cause the next one's going to be the eighth. <laughs> and you know, when we're talking in eighths. The only thing I can think of is is weed. So we trudged through this one. I thought I was going to look forward to this episode for a while. And then I got to it and it's like, oh, damn, I've been sitting here for three days on it. Like, oh, I don't want to record this. Oh, I don't want to record this. And now that I'm almost done, it's like, yeah, now I know why. <laughs> so let's go over what we've established and, 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 and how we feel for the day. Organized religion, bad. And the main reason is I had a bad experience in mine, so I'm just projecting onto everybody else. No, it, you just have to look at what it's doing for you and what it is and and what the reality of the situation is. Like, my mom just got kicked out of the church she was going to because she wasn't coming enough and giving them money. So... You know, it's like a church shouldn't be a membership. You know, it shouldn't be like a fucking health club. It's a church. It's a gathering of people with like mindsets and like thought processes. That's what it should be. It shouldn't be an elitist group of who's better than who. And I'm sitting in the front row and. I got this, this, that, and this, and look at how I'm dressed, and, you know, I went through that crap of the Sunday best, and and strutting for the people, and all that bullshit, it's just bullshit, dude, and and that's where you realize how, how people are really fucked up, because some people derive their, their being from that, how, how people look at them in their church. I'm a deacon. Ooh, big fucking deal. You're a person that that gets up there and talks. BFD. I can do the same thing. It's not hard. Shit, I'm doing it right now. Fuck. 
You know, the, the, the whole church thing got to a point for me that I wanted to start my own religion. I, I was I was to the point, and, and I'm kind of in the process of it with this right here. Uh, I'm trying to build a following. <laughs> I get enough people that want to, you know, come and watch me talk. Hey, now we got church. You know what I'm saying? And now I can become a tax-free entity. See, listen to how I'm talking. It's all about the money. I'm not even going in it with the best interest for you. I'm going in it with the best interest for me. See how fucked up that shit is? It's all because I want to be tax-free and get money. You know, it is a fucking, it is, it is a hustle and a half is starting a religion. Not even starting a religion, just starting a church. You start your own church, dude. You get established as a church. Now you get tax-free status. Now you're really doing something. Now you can start getting some money. You know what I'm saying? Man. Ugh. So yeah, we need to do away with the organized religion. Or just put it on the same level as every... And you know, it's a gathering of people. It should be taxed like the people. Just like all corporations should be taxed. You know, the NFL shouldn't be tax-free. They make billions of dollars. They need to be taxed. So... This uh, organized religion, bad. It's bad. Do a little George Bush impersonation if I can get that voice out. Not gonna do it. <laughs> that wasn't even good. So, if you're if you're in a religion and it's working for you, work it. There's nothing wrong with it because you know where two or more are gathered in His name, there He is. That's all you need. You know. And that's all I look for. I, I look for people that just want to sit and talk. You know, just want to sit and, you know, share ideas about how, how to make this place better. And that's what I'm trying to do with this. And, and I received some emails um, the past couple weeks. And I just want to acknowledge those emails right now. Um, I want to thank Adam Jolicor for uh, spreading the word. I saw him sharing my uh, posts out there, uh, saying a few good words for me. I appreciate you, brother. I'll uh, keep doing it for you. I'll uh, keep sending in the information. Keep sending in uh, the comments, questions, and concerns. Uh, one person sent in an uh, email asking about my baseball season, how that's going. Um, so let's get down to it. So I play for uh, the Tigers in the 45 and up division in the Arizona Men's Senior Baseball League. And uh, first game was great. Second game was great-ish. I injured myself in the second game. <laughs> Actually, I injured myself in the first game. Um, I think I aggravated my meniscus or tore some cartilage or popped my quad or something. I did something to that joint area but I'm out for the season. <laughs> I'm about to go and uh, see an orthopedic specialist and probably get my knee scoped out or replaced. <laughs> so that's what's going on with baseball. That's why I haven't been talking about it week to week. Because uh, I haven't been playing for the past month and a half. <laughs> Played the first two games and that was it. I was done. It was uh, running to first on a base hit. I crushed it to second, and I was worried that I was going to get thrown out. Um, it was scored a fielder's choice, so it didn't really count anyways. It, it hurt me. 
and halfway down the baseline, something went crunch pop, and that was it. And here I am. Still hurts to this day. And that was way back in what? May? Beginning of May? Yeah, it was a good month, month and a half ago, middle of April. I don't, I can't remember. I think it was April 15th. Not 100% sure. But yeah, it's been a while. I've been out a few games. And they've, the team has gone on a nice winning streak. You know, we lost those first two games. And ever since I've been gone, they haven't lost. So maybe it was a good thing that with me not playing. But they're, they're looking good right now. Um, they, they, they got a game on Monday I'm going to be at. Um, it's over at uh, Tempe Diablo Stadium. If you want to come and check it out, 7 o'clock game. If you're in the Arizona area. There's a whole lot of free baseball being played this time of year. If you love baseball, check it out. If you're in the Arizona, Phoenix uh, Valley area. Baseball, pretty much every night there's a baseball game being played somewhere. Just look for the lights. <laughs> Follow the lights. You'll find a game. And there's some good baseball played down here. I mean, we have a former professional on my team. And I've played with former professionals on other teams. And I've played against other professionals. And they get it in down here. It's fun. The, the baseball is, is real. And you got to be ready to play. <laughs> so that's that. Um, I appreciate all the emails and comments, concerns, shares, likes. All that stuff. I appreciate you people. We're trying to make this thing big. As soon as I get to a thousand, I can get a sponsor. Yay! We're almost there. So just keep it, keep it up. I, I appreciate you all. Um, this is this is a love of mine, and uh, I, I'm glad I could share it with you. And um, don't forget the the email address is y o u w r i g h t p o d c a s t at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, on that, let's let's close it out this week uh, on the journey of life or the journey. of I always call it the journey of life. Let's just call it the journey of life from now on, because that sounds better. The journey of life begins with with a, with a single step. Just just remember to tie your shoes. Thanks for coming on out and listening. This is the You Right podcast. My name is Mickey. Have a great one.